newspress.com. I'm Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. It's time to pay attention. Come on, people. Think about it. Welcome to Mortgage Matters. Mortgage industry is not rocket science. Your guide to the information you can use to choose the best answers to your real estate financing questions. If that loan agent tells you that, get up and run away. Now, here's your host on Staten Islay. Your guy in the mortgage industry, Guy Rivera. Yes, it's me, Guy Rivera, and today is Tuesday, the 29th, the 30th, today, today's the 30th of October. The Day of the Dead is approaching us. It'll be here tomorrow. Let's hope we're still alive. The Day of the Dead is tomorrow. It's my show. If I say it's tomorrow, it's okay. <laughs> Richard has just corrected me. Day of the Dead is... Thursday, I guess. Halloween's tomorrow. How's that? It's tomorrow. Day of the Dead's tomorrow. Anyway, Guy Rivera is my name. This is Mortgage Matters. Thank you for tuning in. It's going to be a pretty good show, I think. It's going to be a real good show. I've got a couple of good things to say. Um, I've got a, uh, Colin and Monica Hayward's coming back on. They're going to be talking about... Um, Prepping the house for sale. You know, when I started this show, whenever, five years ago, four years ago, um, I, I said I was going to bring all aspects of the industry to the listeners. And today I'm going to be keeping one of my promises. Promises made, promises kept. That's Guy Rivera. Let's get my uh, licensing out of the way. My NMLS number is 57662. My BRE number is one two two zero four zero three. Now, pay attention. The BRE Department of Department of Business uh, Department of uh, Real Estate California Department of Real Estate is where you can go and look up a license for any real estate agent. In Santa Barbara, if you're if you're thinking about doing business with a real estate agent, look up their license. Look up the company's license. I mean, really, why would you do business with somebody that has infractions on their license? If they're commingling funds, say, or their trust funds, or if they're, you know, they've done something that they should not have done. Look at it. Ask the questions. What the hell happened here? Why have you been um, brought brought up on charges? Or if there's nothing there, tell them good job. You're the kind of deal. You're the kind of person I want to deal with. No infractions. Um, if you're dealing with a loan officer, NMLS consumer, look that person up. If there's infractions, definitely don't bother with them because a mortgage is too much, is too big of a responsibility for an individual that can't keep a clean license. I'll tell you that much. Also, if you're they're jumping around to different um, companies, gotta be a, it's got to be a leading indicator as to something's wrong. Ask the questions. They may not, they may be nice people, but. What the hell? Um, most of all, feel comfortable with who you're dealing with. You need to feel comfortable with that loan agent. You need to feel comfortable with that real estate agent. You need to know that you're getting an experienced advisor because that's what we're doing. We're advising you on your transaction. We can only point you in the right direction, advise you, and ultimately the decision is yours. So let's jump right in because I want to get some stuff out of the way before Monica and Colin get here. Um, I think it's going to be a really good show. It's going to be a great show. But there's a couple of things that I wanted to bring to to the forefront here. You know, here's a piece that I came across. One is residential lending, a piece of cake, a walk in the park, or a cakewalk. Let me say that again. When is residential lending a piece of cake? 
walk in the park or a cakewalk. Richard, you got the answer for that? Because it's one simple word answer. Never, never is residential lending a piece of cake, walk in the park, or a cakewalk. There's always uncertainty in the future. Always challenges and competition in the present. Yet the industry will help borrowers with over with about $1.5 trillion in residential loans this year. So think about it. Guys like me, all the other loan agents, all those other nitwits running around trying to fund loans for consumers are going to fund $1.5 trillion in residential loans this year and something north of $1 trillion next year. We're assisting buyers in, in an efficient, compliant manner. Business models are shifting. Business models are shifting. Um, there have been a number of postings. Uh, I don't see anything on the horizon that's going to lead to a quick turnaround with the possible exception of a big drop in rates. So this particular article is talking about... Um, uh, where our industry is right now. A lot of people in my industry, a lot of lenders are looking up at the sky, running around like Chicken Little. And that's and that's the truth. There's a lot of lenders running around. Chicken Little, the sky is falling. Well, it's not falling. I'm here to tell you. There's a reason why Guarantee Mortgage has been on the same address at the same address with the same company for 19 years it's because we prepare we pivot we adapt we overcome situations like this no doubt we're in a bear market you know for rates and people should be thinking about what happens when rates hit six percent in the next year um, because that is where we're headed. Unless you were in the business prior to 1983, you have never seen a bear market. And I can tell you from experience, it is not much fun. 30-plus years of falling rates created a whole series of excesses that are being corrected right now. Uh, this guy's finding too many company owners employing their bull market strategies in a bear market. Blah, blah, blah. Um... I've, I've sold 6% rates, I've sold 7% rates, I've sold 8% rates, and um, it's all relative. Everybody's making more money right now than they were 24 years ago when I started in the business. That's consumers are making more money. Wages are higher. I don't care what anybody says. Although the loan amounts were half the loan amounts, half the size I was doing right now, but we were making half the money, quarter of the money that we're making right now. So it's all relative. It's finding an experienced loan agent to help you maneuver. 6%, maybe 5%. We are here. We're here at 5% conforming loan amounts. And that's not bad money. 5% is not bad money. I don't care what anybody says. It's the acquisition that you need to think about. Keep your, buy, keep your eye on the acquisition. How are you going to make that mortgage work for you? Where do you want it to be in 60 months, 120 months? That's the way you need to look at a mortgage. We're going to talk about that and so much more when we come back from our first commercial break. Richard's giving me that index finger. I just can't talk today. Richard is giving me that index finger, telling me it's time to take our first commercial break. Let me remind you that this show is rebroadcast Tuesdays, 10 p.m., Sundays at noon. You're listening to Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. Be right back. You are correct, sir. During this time of record market highs and gradual economic recovery, it is essential to have a financial advisor you can trust. For 10 consecutive years, the Santa Barbara News Press Reader's Choice Poll has awarded Tremblay Financial Services recognition for the financial guidance they provide their clients. Tremblay Financial Services continues to design financial plans that are tailored to fit you. 
Trembley Financial Advisors continually educate their clients with new options in financial planning. For more information or an appointment, please call 569-1982 or log on to tremblyfinancial.com. Trembley Financial is located on the corner of State and Lacumbra. Securities and advisory services offered through Centaurus Financial Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Trumpy Financial Services and Centaurus Financial Incorporated are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against a loss in periods of declining values. Hi, I am Darren Doy from American Riviera Bank. From the beginning, American Riviera has been making construction loans. What makes us different? You will work with the same person from start to finish. We handle all disbursements in-house, and that means checks are available within five days. If you're looking to build or remodel and want to work with someone who will guide you through the financial side, call me and schedule a free consultation today. 805-730-4983. That's 805-730-4983. I'm Ed Giron. And I'm Maria Long. And we're inviting you to join us Mondays at 10 a.m. right here at AM 1290 for Community Matters. The weekly radio forum that gives Santa Barbara's nonprofit organizations the opportunity to share solutions to community challenges. So please join us Mondays at 10 a.m. and 8 p.m. and Sundays at 6 a.m. and 2 p.m. for Community Matters. On KZSB AM 1290, the Santa Barbara News Press radio station. Okay, we are back, and uh, I was just talking about falling rates created a whole series of excess uh, that are being corrected right now. Uh, this guy's finding many company owners employing their bull market strategies in this market, and I think that's a very dangerous game plan. So he goes on to say, in many cases, I think that owners of the smaller companies might be better off going back to being brokers and eliminating most of their operations expense. Or they can go to the other uh, direction and try to affiliate with a bigger company. Staying where they are today in no man's land is probably the toughest route. The whole market is rolling up to capital scale technology and cost efficiency not much doubt uh doubt about that well that doesn't that happen in every business doesn't that happen in every industry yes it does the smaller that happens in nature it's just natural that the smaller get gobbled up by the bigger and that's just the way it is We're thankful. Victoria and I are thankful that we are we we saw this trend coming. We saw this trend coming years ago. We affiliated ourselves with American Pacific Mortgage. Did ten billion dollars last year, and I'm proud to be part of that company. So we have, you know, we're we're light years ahead of the of this guy. We're light years ahead of a lot of people, and it breaks my heart. It really, truly does, because I went over to a friend of mine's shop the other day, and I saw a friggin' sign on her door saying, this office is permanently closed. She's a mor- she was a mortgage banker. She, she started out as a, as, a, as a banker, dabbled in mortgage banking, and bam, gobbled up, chewed up, spit out, didn't even... They didn't even take time to digest her. They just spit her out. And that's a shame because, you know, I know what it's like starting your own business. You put your heart and soul into it. You put all of your efforts, day and night, sleepless nights, trying to make this, that, and the other. And it's tough. It happens in every industry, restaurant industry, mortgage banking. It happens. But one thing I wanted to say, and uh, right now I just, shame came over me. Um, my heart, my heart and prayers go out to those people in Pittsburgh that got shot. That's, that's, we got to just tone that crap down. I mean, what kind of animal? They got that guy, but I mean, truly, really. When I heard about that, my wife and I were just sitting there shaking our heads and my wife's very sensitive. Tear rolled down her cheek. I felt bad. I feel bad. This is 
I can just say my hearts and prayers go out every day to those people. May God bless them all. So let's get back to this. Um, uh, we were talking about talking about going over, um, you know, getting prepared for the higher rates. Well, this guy goes on to say we have a whole generation, and this is true. This guy puts it into perspective. We have a whole generation of home buyers who have never seen a 5% mortgage rate. That's an interesting thought. Think about it. Ten years ago, people were just getting into the industry. They were at, you know, barely 5%. You know, 20 years ago, it was 5, 6, 7%. Ten years ago, 5%. And then, and then it was going down from there. Um, we have a whole generation of home buyers who have never seen a 5% mortgage rate. An interesting thought. We're not in an arms is better territory, but lenders are certainly up for offering their clients all options that will help close the deal. The Mortgage Bankers Association forecasts $1.2 trillion in purchase mortgage originations in 2019. That's a 4.2% increase from 2018. Although many are skeptical. Uh, skeptical. Refinance originations are expected to continue to trend lower. Next year, decreasing by 12.4%. There goes a lot of mortgage lenders. There goes a lot of loan originators that have put their, that have put their life and soul and their whole career into refinancing, that money, that avenue of income is going away. Um, $395 billion, uh, will overall volume really be about the same as this year? I don't know. That's a tough call. That's a very tough call. Um talk about purchases purchasing a home banks want to lend we want to lend we want to make it right we want to make first-time home buyers happy we want to make home buyers uh, we want to make their mortgages affordable to them there's different ways on getting your rates down there's different ways on structuring your mortgage keep your eye on the ball keep your eye on the acquisition of the property who was it? Roy Rogers says, buy it because they're not making it anymore. Land. Is that right? That is a true and accurate statement, that old guy. Um, here's, here's something. It's a myth. It's a myth. You can buy a house even if you have student loans. Student debt's outrageous. It's ugly. It is mind-boggling sometimes. However, you can buy a house even if you have student loans. Did you recently graduate? If so, you can get a home with a college degree representing two years of history, a higher letter, and a first paycheck. So a guy's going to school for the last two years, doesn't have a job for two years, but he is initiating himself. He is he's learning his place in life. He's learning his... Where, where he went to go major. He's doing it. You get that degree, you show it to us. You get a higher letter, and I've done this for kids. Um, and the first paycheck, we'll go off of your higher letter. Uh, do, you, uh, do you think you can't afford your own home? You could qualify to get a home after getting hired into the workforce and pay off those student loans with with equity much quicker than 30 to 40 years it takes. So there's a lot of ways to get into a home if you are a student. If you have student debt, give me a call. We can talk about that. My favorite, near and dear to my heart, is the VA loans. VA loans is a way to say thank you to our veterans, and I love doing them. 
I love doing them so much, I don't make any money on them. I just give it all back to those guys for some reason. Now, that doesn't make my corporate office too happy. Um, but I don't care. I'm like, you know, we got a 1,000 loan agents, and I'm like number 30 in the company, number 40. So uh, until they fire me, I'll keep doing it. I'll keep taking care of those guys, those guys and our first responders. Because, God forbid, one day I'm going to need one of those first responders at my house, right? Or I'm going to need one of my, you know, those guys work hard. I, I do a lot of their loans, um, and we take care of them. A lot of the firemen, a lot of the police, you know, the SWAT guys I do here, the sheriff, uh, sheriff deputies. I mean, I'm very, very blessed to be able to to take care of those guys, and we look forward to it. The VA loan program is a special program. It's backed by the Department of Veterans Affairs to help veterans, reservists, and active duty personnel find a home. Available for active duty and honorably discharged veterans. Maximum loan amount depends on county. Well, you know, there is really no maximum loan amount on this. You can, you know, you can buy up the loan amount. We can do 100% financing within our FHA loan limits within Santa Barbara County. And I'm doing a lot of VA loans up in Santianez, Lompoc, Santa Maria, 100% financing. They're great, great loans. If you've served your country, let this loan serve you now because it is a great loan. No down payment, owner-occupied, competitive interest rates. Actually, their interest rates are better than conventional rates. Um, no prepayment penalties. So give me a call on that because right there is a great loan. That's a great loan. Richard's giving me another finger, telling me that we're going to have to take another quick commercial break. I think I heard there's the Haywards just walked into the studio. So we come back. We're going to bring those guys on. We're going to talk about preparing a home for showing, what to do, go through um, the, you know, the listing checklist, I hope, I hope. You're listening to Guy Rivera Mortgage Matters, your guy in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back. It's the ultimate dream car, the one you've wanted since before you could drive. And this winter, you could win a Maserati Gran Turismo from Shumash Casino Resort with the Drive Your Dreams giveaway. Play with your club indulge card now through January 27th to earn entries for the grand prize, valued at over $150,000. It's your chance to win a new Maserati Gran Turismo, provided by Maserati of Santa Barbara, only at Shumash Casino Resort. For over 35 years, Lucas and the Wellens Estate Grown Sustainable Vineyards have grown the grapes that produce some of the finest wines in Santa Barbara County. Enjoy their remarkable wines of Pinot Noir, Chardonnay, Cabernet, Malbec, and Viognier. The Lucas and the Wellen Wine Club offers generous discounts to members, as well as fabulous wine country events. Experience the bounty of Santa Barbara County's wine region and become part of the Lucas and the Wellen family. Visit our beautiful tasting room, located at 1645 Copenhagen Drive in Solvang, California. Welcome to Mark Schneidman's Radio Real Estate. I'm here with talent on loan from the California Department of Real Estate. Live Monday mornings at 11, rebroadcast Monday evenings at 9, Tuesday at 5 a.m., and Saturday at 7 a.m. and 2 p.m., and streaming at newspress.com. Try to fit in some motoring with Mark. Fourth segment, of course, is the weekly multiple listing sales update. Oh, and also understanding your credit score. Stay tuned. I'll be back next time at this time for another edition of Mark Schneidman's Radio Real Estate. That's what I have to say. Thanks for listening and listing. Just remember, I can answer just about any question eventually. The traditional light bulb, a groundbreaking invention in 1879. It's time we switch to longer-lasting Energy Star light bulbs. They're more efficient than the old bulbs, like a text message is more efficient than a carrier pigeon. And they cut down on our energy costs. Because in our own groundbreaking age, we deserve a light bulb that saves us some cash. Saving energy saves you money. Learn more at energysavers.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. Okay, we are back. We got Monica, Colin, Hayward. Hi, guys. Welcome Hi. back, guys. Thank you. 
So thanks for coming on. I know that uh, there was a couple of things that we wanted to cover. I think I'm about done with mine. I just wrapped up some VA lending. I don't know. Have you guys done a VA loan yet at all for any of your buyers? Any of your buyers done any VA financing? We have a couple buyers actually entertaining that idea for okay. sure. But that's... Well, are they approved? Because if they're not approved, then they... Then they, you need to send them over to me. You know that, right? Uh, absolutely. Yeah, we know that. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> how's that for putting you right on the spot? Jesus. All right. So, um, yeah, VA is very, very special and near and dear to my heart. But let's talk about why you guys are here. You guys came in for a couple of different reasons. We talked prior to the show. Um, I want you to go over, um, you know, just uh, let's just breeze through the um, the preparation of of a property mm-hmm. when you're about to list it. So I'm Mr. John Doe, and I say, okay, I like you guys' spiel. I love what you've given me here. Here's my market analysis. Here's this, that, and the other. What's the next step? Why don't you take us through your first, second, and third step to get it to show? So, uh, okay, so we set up a, a price, right, already. Um, that's very important. Now, is that a range? Do you hit the you, – you give them a range, don't you? I you mean, know, based on the light comps and the – We uh, ask the seller usually what he or she or they are thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, we analyze the property, obviously, and what we sometimes do in case, you know, the seller is not too comfortable with our price – uh, uh, we do a price set by the village properties um, agents. So um, we invite them to come check the house and because they are very experienced also, they they write down the price they think is going to be uh, or they should should be. So you have, okay, and is that just with Village or is that with all of the brokers? Because I've seen them all, uh, broker price opinion tours, where all the brokers are going in and saying, mm, and then they'll shoot over. I mean, but do I don't know. Do it we do it in our office. Oh, with, okay. Yeah, so it's only the, the for Village properties listings, uh, is always only hmm. Village broker, Village agents. But um, so they come and then we show the seller. Uh, uh, the prices that are set and the seller feel more comfortable with uh, a decision. Interesting. So the that's always been a problem historically, the seller setting the price. Then you got to give them a bottle of the reality juice to drink, right? And I, then they take a drink out and of at that. At the end of the day, it's going to be the seller's decision, always. Always the yes. seller's decision, but the smart ones listen to the experience. Yes. And to be specific, statewide, 39, almost 40% of listings have had price reductions over the past year. Yeah. And I, in, Cal, in Santa Barbara, in Santa Barbara area, I think it's at least that. And you might have a different anecdotal experience, but I bet that's pretty close. I see them all the time. I'm seeing price le- I'm seeing price reductions every day, yep. across the board from all, you know. And and that's right. And I think I've said it here numerous times on this show that, yeah, it's the sellers because I used to give real estate agents a bad time. You guys, what what this pricing? What what is, <laughs> guy? It's not us. It's the sellers. It mm-hmm. is, and mm-hmm. it is. And then the sellers have to. Like reality said, juice. Reality juice. Take a drink out of that bottle. Take a couple of pulls, and uh, then they come around. That's right. And yeah. then the market sustains itself, or you know, gets back uh, the pro- the property gets back on track with the market and where it's at. So, we've established a price. Yes. What's the next step? Uh, well, we um, determine the house's best features, so we can highlight them. And um, then we uh, make a plan to generate the most interest in the house. But what's really important um, is that the sellers control 70 per, 70, 70% of the first impression that the home buyers are going to have. So we um, tell them what's important to, to uh, change 
or to do in order to sell their homes. And what's really important, well, we, we do the, the, the uh, report, the pest control report. That's, that's important because um, you want to have that handy once a buyer comes and uh, is interested in the house. Um, you uh, make sure that the landscaping is, it looks great, uh, that uh, the exterior is clean, if it needs paint, you 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 suggested it. Um, clean the gutters and um, you know put the home in the best condition possible. Taking care of the major defects like broken windows or leaky roofs. And um, what about staging? Do well, you, uh, do you actually have you ever told uh, a seller? Your furniture is ugly. Get it out of here. Bring some other ones in. <laughs> I mean, have you ever done that? Uh, no, but okay. no with those words. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we suggest staging. And staging is not only that you have to empty your house and bring some new furniture. Um, a lot of times that helps, though, right? Oh, my gosh. It helps that's... a lot. But we... We usually provide a professional staging um, consultation as uh, real estate agents. We provide that. Mm -hmm. And the professional comes and can make suggestions about how to arrange, you know, furniture, uh, maybe... Um, Kind of like an interior decorator. You yeah, bring in and, and just have you can them. use your own right. furniture. Uh, it, it, what matters is that it doesn't get to personalize sure you don't want many pictures you don't want too many personal stuff and uh, not even personal clothing um uh, the 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 you want the closets to be you know roomy so people can visualize themselves and their stuff fitting in in uh, those spaces sure um so this uh, the ideal thing is like you said if if the seller move out and is, you know, empty, then the stager can come and uh, put uh, their own furniture, their furniture, and uh, they can put the decoration so everything looks pristine for the home buyer to come and see it. How long does that process take? A couple of weeks before, a month before it goes actually on the market? Because I've seen preparations for properties a month. So then there's some good solid time going into that. It all depends on the house. Uh, and the and the owner. How oh, uh, how yeah. receptive they are to yes. change yes. And, and to getting into and being part of it. We've seen homes that were empty, they they were in the on the market for two months and they suddenly they staged them and next week it sold. I mean that's how effective it, this is. Wow. Yeah. So we're getting that uh, two-minute warning. Well, the 30-second now from Richard. Uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, I want to jump into something that's going to something that's gonna affect us all as far as what's coming up on the ballot. And, uh, and we're going to talk about that. You're listening to Guy Rivera. We're speaking with Monica and Colin. Colin. I know, Hayward. <laughs> Come on. Uh, your guy in the mortgage industry will be right back. Hi, I'm Annette Jorgensen from American Riviera Bank. As a preferred SBA lender, small business lending is alive and well at American Riviera Bank. With local decisions, fast responses, and an understanding of the local, commercial, and residential real estate markets, we offer you free consulting services as you work to grow your small business. If you need a loan, bank on us. Call me and schedule your free business consultation today, 805-979-3846. I'm Diane Duva. And I'm Neil Chrysell. And we're inviting you to join us Mondays at 2 p.m. right here at AM 1290 for Money Talk. The radio program that talks about finance, financial planning, and wealth management strategies. So please join us Mondays at 2 and 11 p.m., Tuesdays at 4 a.m., and Saturdays at 6 p.m. for Money Talk right here at KZSB AM 1290, the Santa Barbara News Press Radio Station. 
This is the place that talks about Santa Barbara. Baron Ron Heron in the AM 1290 News Center. Ben Hayes in the AM 1290 News Center. Don Kadich. Donnie Risden. I'm Joe Danley. Tom Totten. Chuck McPartland. Jerry Wilson. Ernestine Ignacio DeSoto. I'm Ed Geron. I'm Maria Long. I'm Mark Schneidman. Hello, I'm Diane Duva. My name's Andy Caldwell. I am Eric Assault. And I'm Scott Johnson. And I'm Ross Cope. I'm Mike Williams. I'm Ted Adams. I'm Guy Rivera. I'm Michael Self. I'm Steve Forcell. I'm Jim Williams. I'm Mark McIntyre. I'm Steve Cushman. I'm Eloy Ortega. I'm Rob Eganoff. I'm Earl Armstrong. I'm Neil Kreisel. I'm Martha Von Wiesenberger. I'm Martha Bull. I am your host, Jeremiah. I'm Elizabeth Stewart. Hi, I'm Chris Cullen. I'm Lisa Cullen. And I'm Leanna Finley. I'm John Hennigan. I'm Mark Giles. John Martinet. I'm Richard Dugan. KZSB, AM 1290, the Santa Barbara News Press Radio Station. Okay, we're back. We're speaking with Monica and Colin Hayward. And thank you for giving us some ideas on moving forward with staging, preparing a house for listing. Um, We're going to have more of that in the shows to come. I'm having other real estate agents on. They're going to be talking about that. We're just going to be moving it down and and, uh, get the different different, uh, looks from all different sides. Perspectives, of course. Um, right now, I want to talk about something uh, that's on our ballot six days from now. Is it six days, Richard? Six? Seven. Seven, Seven. days from that's today. Right. That's right. Proposition 5. Now, this is Proposition 5 is an interesting, it's kind of like a, a spin on Proposition 13 years ago, tax-based stuff. And right. Colin's pretty up on this. Is that right? Um, I will pretend that I'm up on it. Okay. Well, you said you were, so let's <laughs> yeah. hear it. Well, it, like I said, it, it, it changes Proposition 13 uh, to allow people who are 55 years or older, severely disabled, and also uh, people who have been affected by natural disasters to uh, save their existing tax base when they buy a new home. And what it does is also it allows – there are some counties in the state of California that have had that reciprocal uh, benefit, but not everywhere. And the idea behind this is to let uh, or encourage or, or allow people who would otherwise be trapped in their homes because they've got a low tax, uh, property tax currently, to even if they wanted to downsize, they might be faced with two or three times the amount of uh, annual property tax uh, if they moved. Now, this is a one-time thing for... People over sixty it's actually, or something. It's, it's over fifty-five. Oh, is it over fifty-five? But it's not, and it's not a one-time thing, according to this problem. No, no, but uh, currently it is. Oh, I right, mean, right, currently right. You can move your tax base, but it not cross not cross county lines. Not you across can, county lines, but there are some, and I don't know, well, know what they are. There are some that have had reciprocal agreements, right, between counties. Not well, ma- not many. Not definitely not L.A. because I've been in there. I'm I definitely th- not. Um, I think there are some in the San Diego area yeah. that I've heard about. So, it's the Association of Realtors' position, California Association of Realtors' position, right, right. to vote yes on five. Yes. And that's the reason there is it allows these particular group of people uh, to have the flexibility to move. If you're older and you want to be near your kids or if you want to downsize from a big house with two stories and stairs and uh, things that you just don't want to have going forward, you can go. You can go to a smaller place, single, re- you know, single level. Uh, maybe even move from one end of the state to the other uh, to be close to family, a- and not have to worry about. It. Some people are just feel like they're stuck in their house, and I understand it. They bought a house for, you know, two hundred fifty thousand dollars many many years ago. And now it's worth seven, eight, nine, maybe a million dollars, and they've got a tax base that's showing the value of their house or the taxable value of their house maybe in the 300 and something range. But now if they wanted to downsize, they would downsize even to maybe like a $600,000 home somewhere, and their tax base would, would double. Yeah, and, that, and that's a hardship on, on, on a lot of people. Yes, it is. It really is, especially at that age, getting ready for retirement. And, yeah, that's just... That's just wrong on many levels. So vote yes on number five. But read your ballot. Make sure it works for you. That's just our humble opinion. That's the association's opinion. That's the California Association of Realtors' opinion. You know, um, 
who's to say it's right, who's to say it's wrong. I mean, it sounds right to me, but read read your ballot. Feel good about what you vote for. Now, the next one that we are we're voting on is is number 10, and it's our position to vote no on number 10. Tell us why. Well, it's it's kind of, a, to, for me, it's, you know, private property uh, versus, you know, government control over that property. What this would do, it would repeal the Costa-Hawkins Rental Housing Act, and it will allow communities to impose uh, rent control. Rent control. In that com- in each community, one by one, and it goes beyond just apartments. It will uh, also impose controls over somebody's rental rental of a single family residence or a condo, which now are exempt uh, from anywhere that they already have this. So it it goes even more into people's personal property, uh, you know, holdings than it had in the past. This particular. Uh, proposition does, and it also sets up in all the communities that choose to have uh, rent control uh, much more uh, a new bureaucracy to take care of all this. So it's going to make you know it's just going to increase that too. There's a lot of room for rent control. There's a lot of room for um, nefarious activities. So, for instance, somebody will rent a place, they have this rent control in place for 10 years. Well, they're on the lease all the time, but they're subleasing it out to somebody else. Mm -hmm. That happens a lot. It happens a lot in New York, San Francisco, and it becomes a real mess. Mm -hmm. People actually make money off of rent-controlled districts, rent-controlled properties, and um, if they haven't looked at it. So, you know... Of course, everybody's against rent control, but then there's the other spectrum, affordability for people, workers, you know. I personally think that, you know, if they were looking at the big Tobes projects, you know, the, the, those guys that build those huge projects, those apartment complexes for two or three hundred apartment complexes, um, they're given, you know, the, they're, they're given a lot of... Um, concessions, you know, state, local tax concessions uh, for what they do. I know Tobes receives a lot of them. Something like that, rent control, maybe. Mm-hmm. Some of those places out there, you know, out, uh, out by Costco, those ones on the right, whatever they are, those things are like three or $4,000 a month. And, you know, it's like... Well, what's going to happen is they're going to be... Uh, if they go to rent control, there's going to be an annual cap on what the rent can increase, right? Right. Um, I know people who are uh, landlords, and full disclosure, I've been one in the past. You don't always rent, raise your rent. No, you don't. Uh, I get and, it. And you don't have to. And I think if you have rent control, number one, probably every landlord is going to take advantage of it every year because they don't know what's going to come down the pike. Uh, for the for the next year, so you got to take you know you're going to do it probably, and the you know the, the the argument against the another argument against this is that you're going to uh, diminish the maintenance spending on all these projects, uh, particularly you know older ones possibly. That's a good point, and it's it becomes a problem. Every every landlord says that they're not going to they're going to cut back on that if they get into a rent control environment. And it's probably true, and it's probably. You know, a lot of these things, these propositions and everybody, you know, everything everybody says is going to happen. It takes time for all these things to manifest. How much money will really be, you know, saved or not? And it's really the housing stock. We're trying to cause, cure a problem of not enough housing with, you know, by looking at the, the problem that, by looking at the disease kind of. We need to get more housing to have more affordable housing, ultimately. I'm not for rent control on for just for the basis that um, I don't think any ent- any governmental ent- entity uh, should tell somebody what to do with their property. I think that's wrong. I think that's um, just not not right in on so many levels. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, uh, but there's a problem there. We need to look at it and we need to solve it somehow. Um, one way or another. Um, 
Yes. But who? But who has it? Who knows? That's this is one thing that's been going on for a very long. It's been time. going on for a very right. very yeah. long time, and it's usually creeps up. It doesn't creep up in the middle of Oklahoma typically, no. where where they've got tons of land and the value of land is a lot less than it is on coastal California or Wyoming. <laughs> or in the middle of a friggin' desert <laughs> where it's 110 degrees yes. and nobody wants to live there. Yes. It happens at, right in our backyard <laughs> where everybody wants to come. So these are two very interesting things. Um, if you don't like the government telling you what to do with your personal private property, um, no on 10. Exactly. Yes on 5. Right, right now it looks like no on 10 is uh, going to win. I mean, not that not to. In, I'm not going to influence anything one way or another. But the, there's, uh, the, it's not the uh, the popularity is not there right now to push it push it over the. Goal yeah, line. I don't think so. I don't think that's going to go anywhere. To tell you the truth, right. there's been too much money thrown at thrown at it by too many um, property owners, California Association of Realtors, Santa Barbara Association of Realtors. You know, it's just that way, and the association is there to help protect property owner rights. Exactly. And, you know, I'm proud to be on that board, and um, I'm proud to be part of it. So Richard's giving us that finger. Um, means <laughs> we're going to have to take our last, is this our last commercial break, Richard? Speaking with the Haywards, talking about propositions, talking about staging, talking about real estate in general. You're listening to Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back. During this time of record market highs and gradual economic recovery, it is essential to have a financial advisor you can trust. For 10 consecutive years, the Santa Barbara News Press Reader's Choice Poll has awarded Trembly Financial Services recognition for the financial guidance they provide their clients. Trembly Financial Services continues to design financial plans that are tailored to fit you. Trembly Financial Advisors continually educate their clients with new options in financial planning. For more information or an appointment, please call 569-1982 or log on to TremblyFinancial.com. Trembly Financial is located on the corner of State and Lacumbra. Securities and advisory services offered through Centaurus Financial Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Trembly Financial Services and Centaurus Financial Incorporated are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against a loss in periods of declining values. Santa Barbara Teen Sports listeners, I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. We welcome you all to join us every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Check out the website and all the great places you can participate in the station supporting local teens and athletic talent in our community. Where can you find us? Instagram, yeah. Twitter, yes. SantaBarbaraTeenSportsRadio.com, YouTube, Facebook. When else are we airing? Tuesday evenings at 11 p.m. and Monday morning, 3 a.m. I'm out of money and my children need food. Dial 211. I'm stressed out and I need someone to talk to. Dial 211. I'm a vet and I need a resource for supportive services. Dial 211. What's 211? 211 is a simple phone number and it's free. It's open 24 hours a day in multiple languages and it's confidential. There's a specialist who provides all kinds of information on health and human services available in your community. Okay, we are back. We're speaking with uh, the Haywards. Um, I am just texting Kevin Hall to let him know. He said, sure, no problem. Now, Kevin Hall is a real estate agent with Compass. And Compass, I, as you know, they're, they're buying the market right now, right? Giving people million-dollar signing bonuses, the whole bit. Great, great company. Kevin Hall is a great guy. He's he is a uh, he's a good real estate agent. Well, today, yesterday, and I believe tomorrow, he is going to be at three seven zero nine Capri. Three seven zero nine Capri. What he's doing is he has pumpkins out there for you to carve, leave out there, and it's supposed to be a spectacular sight at night. 
But what caught my attention, what I really like to do is give back to the community. That's what he's doing here. He's helping the food bank restore and recoup some of their losses from a, a truck that went over and lost about $9,000 worth of food. The food bank does a lot of great stuff for a lot of Santa Barbara residents. Uh, we've been longtime supporters of the food bank. From this studio, from this studio, I will be going over to actually get my hair cut, and then from that studio, <laughs> going over to get, going over to Smart and Final, and picking up a bunch of food to take over to Kevin's. I'm done carving pumpkins. I had a little carving, pumpkin carving thing on Saturday, so I'm done. But uh, to drop off some food. So if you Want to go and support the food bank? Go to 3709 Capri. Um, it's a fundraiser for the food bank. It's good stuff. I also want to talk to you about a uh, scholarship fund that I helped establish through the association. It's called the Affiliate Scholarship Fund. You know, the affiliates do a lot for the Santa Barbara Association of Realtors. And the affiliates like myself, Austin Lampson, a lot of the lenders, a lot of the stagers, um, we're always contributing to the Association of Real Estate, the Association of Realtors, Santa Barbara, to all of the functions. We write checks pretty much for everything. And I've been a part of the association for 20-plus years, 24 to be exact, 22, 3, whatever, Santa Barbara Association of Realtors. And I've been writing checks all that time. So I finally, they asked me to be on the board of directors. I got on the board of directors, and I thought it would be the year of the affiliates. And I was successful in establishing, getting them to approve and establishing Santa Barbara Association of Realtors Affiliate Scholarship Fund, where we send, where we help out kids in our community that are affiliated with, that are associated with the affiliates, that are affiliate uh, family members, um, and we help them with their school books or whatever. That's we great. donate twenty five hundred bucks a year, and we feel pretty good about that. We've done it for two years, and this is great, great stuff. Um, so I just wanted to throw that out there because if one of the affiliate's family members do not qualify, it goes directly to our community, our community benefits, and that's what the Association of Realtors is all about. So anybody out there that wants to contribute to the scholarship fund, go to the Association of Realtors on Chapala Street, let them know. Bring a check written out to the Affiliate Scholarship Fund. It will be greatly appreciated. And with that being said, I want to thank my guests, Monica and Colin, for being here. Thank you guys for coming Thanks in. Thanks for having thank us. Thank you, guys. Thank and we'll you. have you guys again soon. I want to thank Richard. My, uh, thank you, Richard. Did Jeff Bridges call for me this week? No. I sure he did. You've been listening to Mortgage Matters, Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. We'll see you next week. That was a tasteful and moving program, Mr. Rivera.